0: Hello and welcome. My name is Tiffany Farrag and welcome to Get to Know You Cafe. In my mission to open conversations and access deeper dialogue, I wanted to hear from you listeners on last week's question and discussion. Last week's podcast, when Jennifer and I explicitly pointed out behaviours in one another that maybe the other person wasn't aware of, we received a uh, different feedback. But here are some that further deepen dialogue. Joining us today on Get to Know You Cafe is a guest speaker for an upcoming podcast, Marta Fernandez. Welcome, Marta.
1: Hi, Tip. How are you doing?
0: Good, good. (laughs) Earlier you were given the topic and we were uh, from last week's podcast to reflect. Prior to listening to the different feedback, what are your thoughts on the topic about explicitly pointing out a behavior in someone that you're close to, it be a partner or a friend, and um, how we went about doing this. What are your thoughts on this topic?
1: Well, I believe that it's something. It's a really good thing to do, uh, and that uh, you should do that every now and then, not only with your friends, with, with your partner, with your uh, family. Uh, I believe it's it's good for us to to know what other people, and not anyone. I mean, your closest pe- people or Uh, the ones that uh, you have a strong relationship with Um, the way they see you it's good for you to know uh, because maybe uh, what you think of yourself uh, changes or, or you know maybe sometimes you're trying to do things one way and people see that differently and having that feedback from people that are close to you and that love you, um, I think uh, it's a really positive way to,
0: to grow up as a person from the very inside. Absolutely. I guess that stems back from the study that from the first podcast how uh, in that research study that others sometimes know us better than we know ourselves. And to gain better more knowledge of ourselves we should tap into other people's knowledge of us, who are closest to us and who know us well. And that way we can, you know, get to know ourselves better.
1: Yeah, sure, because it's not the way you, it's not only the way you try to to show yourself to the people, but that's the way those people actually see us because there's a huge difference. even, even we Even though we think there's not, there's a huge difference between what you think the way you say it, how and how people receive that information. And we we don't see that right away. So I think it's really important to have that feedback from the outside.
0: Sure. It's definitely, like, I guess, too, when, you know, in moments of strong emotion, sometimes it's difficult to see how we are behaving and how we are, reacting to things and it's I think it's important to like have these things pointed out in us but also again with someone that we do feel comfortable with. So now we will listen to some of the feedback. So all of the feedback was written so I'll be speaking and also um, most of the people wanted to remain anonymous so I will just be mentioning response one, response two and so on. So response one um, the feedback for this podcast was that uh, during this quarantine, one of, this was a couple that were living together, and uh, one of the partners pointed out that during this quarantine, um, I don't think it's a good idea for me and my partner to do this activity. So <laughs> I guess we can understand that, uh, you know, it's a, such a, a period of time right now. Where our emotions are on a bit of a like a roller coaster and and maybe we would react in ways that we wouldn't normally do otherwise and um, I can see maybe where these people are coming from that you didn't want you don't want to make the situation maybe maybe you know worse than what our situation is at the moment what do you think why would some people be like oh maybe I'm, during this quarantine time it's probably best that we don't
1: uh, yeah I think I get it um. It's hard to uh, to point out these these things because um, you have this feeling that something could go wrong, especially when it comes to somebody really that's really close to you in so many ways. So uh, I I get that uh, some people are are not comfortable within this in this period of time
0: because. You know, there's no escape unless you, you go can't. shopping or something. Exactly. You can't go out. You can't really do much right now. It's about staying at home together.
1: Yeah. So sometimes, uh, for example, in my case, uh, when I have my, you know, if uh, if I discuss with uh, or have a confrontation with my partner, there's a, a hole that from from which is coming all the this negative feelings or this this uncomfortable feeling and. For me, many times it's it's good to to um to do something else or or my partner would go for a walk to clear their head. Yeah, to clear sure,
0: their Yeah. Like sure. um, at the moment, with well, I, I this response came from people who are in who are in Madrid. So I, at the moment, we're not allowed to uh, go for walks and leave the house and and only to the supermarket. understanding as to how and why maybe they didn't want to open this conversation up during this time
1: yeah i think that's that's the thing because even though some of uh some people would be comfortable with um you know isolating themselves or or something um and their partner would the thing is uh it's is it's hard when you're living with 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 your partner or to to point these things because it could go wrong and uh you know i think in this situation we're living right now um we would uh, we will have more confrontations than usual because we are more time already, together.
0: that's right actually you point out a good point there's already going to be more confrontation than normal in this yeah. situation so it's like oh you don't want to rock the boat too much
1: yeah, because you're you're with that person all the time, twenty four seven. Sure. And um, this person has to be with you in your in your bad times, and you, you you have to be with them in their bad times, and that that requires a lot from both of you.
0: Exactly. Um, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> things will come up surely. Yeah, things will come up absolutely. Um, our second now our second response. Uh, came from some, uh, a couple in Australia, in Melbourne, mm-hmm. and um, one of the partners decided to have try to open the conversation up and found that the other uh, the partner felt as though they didn't want to fight again because this topic had been brought up before in the past and, and felt as though they were being criticised and did not want to did not want to continue with this conversation and felt this is this this behavior that is being pointed out is something that they can't change they do see it as a negative but they can't change it and wanted to close the conversation and said there's no I don't want to go any further with this and one of the partners continued to to say the feedback was that it is different with partners than with friends. Doing this, even if you were to live with your friends, doing this activity is very different with partners than with friends, and you tend to be a bit more sensitive in a romantic relationship. And I guess um, I see where they're coming from with this. And um, uh, you are naturally, you know, you're more vulnerable in a relationship, and so you, you, you I guess you are more sensitive. When it's coming from someone that you deeply love, in that kind of level, and maybe it is a bit more difficult to hear. What are your thoughts on this, and your experience? Yeah, I, I, I
1: honestly, I, I couldn't tell you why. But yeah, uh, I would for sure, like, be, I am more sensitive when it comes to having this discussion or. Uh, this conversation with my partner than with with a close friend of mine uh, but but I insist I, I I couldn't tell you why maybe because uh, I'm really close to for example uh, uh, somebody that comes to my mind is my best friend and uh, she and I are really really close have been together for a long time but the same, the same thing comes to my partner. I mean, we are people that have been together for a long time, that have experienced many things together, but I can't come up with the difference that with that little thing that um, like makes it a whole lot, uh, you know, uh, different from one person to another, because I I I'm really close to both of them. Uh even if my best friend does something that hurts me, it would hurt me a lot, and the same comes with my partner um, so that's that's my my question there
0: mm. so do you find it then a little bit difficult to open these conversations then with your partner than with your friend, or do you think they're the same? you don't have any feel you don't feel there's any real difference? Maybe I would
1: be uh really scared with my partner because uh you don't know whether um how this is going to end um you know and uh for everyone i think for everyone is is hard to to hear what other uh the way other people see us because uh, we tend to think that um we're we're giving an outside image or picture of us that doesn't Precisely correlate with uh, our inside and yeah. sometimes we feel disappointed with ourselves like is this really the way uh, people see me or Yeah, it's 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 hard because it requires uh, from you the ability to to really listen
0: no, yeah, exactly. So this response, the second response here, uh, the, the partners further the feedback was further asking me if I could give some direction or methods into you know uh, into doing this activity. And um, I guess the, the main things that we resonated around when we did the podcast with when I did the podcast with Jennifer was that obviously it needs to be with someone you trust and feel safe with. You're able to give and receive fa- feedback you have good intentions and you're open to it now I guess it was clear here that the the other partner was not open to this
1: yeah I think that's the very first thing that has to be uh between these two people because um, you have to be willing to to do this and uh you, you, you'll have to express your feelings in order to do that. You, you have to really open yourself. Um, and it's okay. I mean, if you feel comfortable with that person, I believe there is no harm in open yourself and saying, um, This is what I'm, what I'm trying to do. Uh, first of all, are you okay with this? I mean, we, we have to, I, I believe we have to be uh, constantly asking uh, the other person how they feel. Mm -hmm. Uh, we need constant feedback because um it's a really delicate um conversation and we don't want to mess it up okay so um
0: so you want to in some way or form tell the partner what you're going to do before you do it and see, hey is this something that we should go ahead with or is this something that you're not comfortable doing
1: yeah yeah i absolutely i would ask because sure. I, it's it's a thing between two people and um, it it's not, you know, um, one way, a one way thing. Both of, of, of them have to be
0: like uh, knowing what's going to happen and agree on that. And be open about it. Absolutely. Now, let's say the person did agree and then somehow throughout the conversation, you sense that the one of the other partner that you're giving feedback to uh, is pulling your sense that they're very uncomfortable and you can see that they're uh, projecting um, a feeling to you that oh no like you, you you made them feel uncomfortable and that the response you can see maybe they're reacting already with, without verbally saying anything and that maybe it won't lead into the direction that you want to have, like, an open conversation, where would you say, like, you know, I would suggest leaving leaving it there and maybe highlighting that your intentions are not to create these negative emotions mm-hmm. and that you want to stop there and maybe, you know, return to the conversation later, with not necessarily needing to open it up then and there. What would you say would be the best, like best way of reacting, if you can see that the response, they're reacting in a, in a way that um, with strong negative emotions and it's not making them feel good, what's the conversation itself.
1: Okay, let's, let's start from the point that we think that these two people or uh, I, I have in front of me a person that, that knows me well and, and we are close to each other. Uh, so, um, I would try to calm this person or to make things, um, smoother between us because, uh, I don't want this to, to end up in a negative way. Um, you know, uh, when you know the other person, you know, the, the way to, to make them like forget or, or try to express yourself in order to uh first of all highlight your intentions uh, as you said uh i believe that's the most important thing or one of the most important things because um uh you have to be really really patient with these people and especially when they they ter- they think that that you're trying to
0: so throw some stones or take a jab at them you're trying they yeah. feel you know
1: They will feel attacked.
0: attacked. Exactly.
1: So, first of all, uh, clarify or, okay, uh, first of all, apologize for sure. And uh, say um, what you're trying to do. And if they are not comfortable with doing that, it's absolutely fine. I mean, it's not a bad thing to to stop this conversation. Uh, And you can leave it for another moment or ask the other person, uh, do you want to do this later or... Uh, you haven't felt comfortable so we don't do, that, do, do this anymore or uh, again feedback I think that it, it's really important to to know the other person's opinion
0: ask for feedback as you're talking about it and like you know reassuring them or make out or asking them you
1: yeah that's when you're you, feeling you cannot,
0: okay about this
1: yeah that's when you cannot sense it because sometimes you can tell you can tell when somebody is like not comfortable at all you know yeah because you you start to feel uncomfortable too so you can tell but if you if you have if you have your doubts or not sure about uh how the other person is feeling i think you you have enough enough um trust with this person to to
0: say so sure absolutely so i think a key here as well is patience You know, it's not about just doing it and just being, you know, straight out with it, like having patience, going about it in a way, like slowly uh, being very observant about how this is making the other person feel. And, you know, you don't want to points of either reactivity or even just negative emotions or or if you can see this going in a direction that, you know, it's not going to be a good outcome, um, it probably is a good idea to stop. Now, further responses, uh, this other response came from another couple. It seems that all the couples (laughs) have responded. (laughs) So another response was from another couple uh, who are in Singapore. Now, this couple um, were pointing out uh, that they have different ways of, of getting angry. And so they decided to point that out in one another. And whereas one partner would tend to really go quiet and want to have space and kind of uh, like go away, and that was the way of maybe dealing with the anger, and the other partner felt that, you know, you're not releasing or expressing expressing yourself, like, you know, show me or like don't bottle it all up inside and let it out. And this other partner was, I guess, used to – Expressing their anger, and has grown up in family that they do do that. If there if there is a uh, you know an altercation or something that, that they get angry about, it's expressed verbally. You talk about it. It's face to face, and it's out there. Whereas the other partner wasn't used to that because it, even in childhood and growing up, that's not something that they do in their in their families, and so they brought that to each other's attention. And the the partner that didn't seem to express anger or let it out felt that they would like to in a, in a more healthy way and it would help their relationship um, and understood where the other person was coming from. And then the the other partner was also understanding in the sense that realizing, hey, I argue in this way and it's coming across too confrontational to my partner. That's not something that they're used to. So they needed to find, like, a happy medium. But uh, pointing that out to each other, the way you get angry is not something I'm used to. Or well, your behaviour, I don't know if you're aware that this is how you get angry, but it, it's too confrontational maybe for me. And vice versa. And then the opposite was happening for the for the other person. Um, I, I, I like that, and this there's, there's a couple were pointing out how they do have this open dialogue and open conversations with one another and you know communication is very key in their relationship and they do like uh, opening up these kinds of um, conversations and it makes it their relationship stronger. So over the years uh, understanding how everybody reacts to different things really helped their, their their relationship and really helped them understand each other better. Now Let's say, for example, with you and your partner, do you do you find that there are things that, or ways about that you guys go about opening these conversations up with one another? Do you see that it, is it something that is difficult?
1: Yeah, it's always difficult because uh, it, it you you tend to think that um, it could go wrong because when uh, things get a little bit personal um, everything is uh more delicate um, so you all you always have that back, but I think that the more you do it, the better you you understand each other um, It's like a different way of going out of your comfort zone um, sometimes we there are things we know that maybe uh can affect our partner or, you know, uh, create uncomfortable feelings between each other. Uh, but we tend to ignore them and, okay, if this person is not telling me anything, um, then nothing happens. But that's not true. I think we should do this even regularly to have some feedback of how, the, how we see our relationship evolving. Um, there's always something you 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 have to point out because that's, that' that means living with some with, with your partner. There are many things that happen every day. Uh, but I wanted to point out and highlight that I believe that we should highlight both positive and negative uh, behaviors from the other person because uh, we, t- uh, we usually think that, Uh, when somebody is having a conversation with us or, or with your partner, when when your partner want to talk to you about something, the alarm goes on and you're like, okay, danger, something's going to happen. This is terrible. What happens on? Uh, but no, it it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. And I believe you, you have to balance in order to, to have some stability to, in, in your relationship, you know? So, um. I believe it's important to have uh, highlight the same number of things in, uh, in the positive uh, side and the negative side, uh, because we we have this thought that uh, it's always a ne- negative thing and you're in your responses or on your um, your listeners. Uh, sure. You know? Exactly.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean. Like I guess when you do highlight these these we do take more attention and it does affect us the negatives more than the positives do but i I think that's a really great and something that you do with your partner that i actually really admire there that when you do point out something that maybe is a negative, you also point it out a, not, a, a positive. So, like, you, maybe you point out five negatives, you also point out five positives. I really like that. I really like that you guys do that. You just pointed out another point here. I think this was the key point along the different responses and feedback that I did get with this, um, with this podcast. Um, going into another response, this is the fourth response, that... Uh, this, this, one of the listeners said that they were too scared to have this, to do this. That was too scared. They weren't sure why, but they they were too scared. They were maybe happy to give feedback, but they weren't happy to receive feedback. And it seems that the, all these responses kind of uh, were, were kind of all going around one thing that they were all negative. So the activity actually was point out an external behavior that maybe the other person wasn't aware of. It wasn't point out a negative behavior. So it was interesting how everyone's minds tended to go to the negatives, to negative criticism. Like people, even though in my example, in my podcast, both of the the behaviors that were pointed out were not negative, but people's minds naturally went to pointing out a negative negative, um, behavior and it was was making them either afraid to do the activity um, or do it but also have but also point out possibly uh, negative behaviors that they observed in one another. Um, I found that very interesting how human beings tend to just be like, "Oh, you said point out a behavior? Okay, I'll point out something negative <laughs> and criticize." So that was again interesting. Why do you think that is? Why do we? Why do we as humans focus mainly on the negatives? And you know, although a question is not asking us to, we tend to focus, We tend to take it in that direction.
1: Yeah, I. I, I- I, I cannot can't tell you right away, and also um we have to highlight that all, all of them are couples, right yeah. so when you're when we talk about couples this it's even bigger you know that that you you come up with the negative uh, thought uh before a positive one, but that's I think that's because we take for granted all the positive things are our, our couple uh gives us you know our our partner gives us so. It's more. It's way more. I don't know. Easier. It's 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 way easier to to see all
0: the negative. Uh, you no, know. it's easier to see the negatives. I would say it'd be easier to see the positive. I I'm not oh, in a relationship, but I, yeah. I. I don't know. That's where my mind goes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's easier because uh, again, I think we take for granted uh, all the good things, because maybe, you know, in the first. Uh, the first months you're dating someone, uh, you do value these things, these positive things a lot. But once they they are part of your daily routine, you take that for granted. I I believe you take that for granted. Some mm-hmm. some things you say, I, I'm so lucky to have this person living with me, and being able to share this whole time with 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 my partner. But those are like very specific days. Sometimes you. You go through your life and, or, or through the months, through the years, and don't see that the same way you, you did at the very first time. So it's a thing. And um, yeah, I'm, I, I think that's why it's easier for us to, to see what we don't like rather than what we do like of the other person.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Maybe there needs to be more than, I guess, um, more uh, feedback about what we do like in the other person.
1: Yeah, I I think you have to have uh, some positive feedback because otherwise I think this conversation is is hard to, to maintain.
0: Sure. Now, we actually received a very interesting response from one of our listeners who not only shared her feedback, but also with the approval of her partner, of course, recorded the activity that we put out there. Before hearing how they opened the conversation, here was some of her feedback. I loved hearing your different perspectives on traits you'd noticed in each other, and it's crazy how differently we all see things. I love that quote about there being no such thing as the truth because everyone experiences the same situation differently, and I think that was a great example. I also like the point Jennifer made about the Maya Briggs test being biased in its assessment of weakness. I agree. I don't think some of the traits or attributes listed as weaknesses are necessarily weaknesses. It would be great to explore that more. The ways different people and cultures think of weaknesses and strengths and how much that can differ, especially in different cultures. I thought that was a very interesting response and absolutely right. We all like what maybe I see as a weakness you could see as a strength and vice versa and definitely among different cultures also. Like let's take, for example, crying. I know in some cultures if you're crying, it shows that you can't handle a situation so well, whereas in other cultures it shows that you're processing the situation. Um, Another one, for example, is sensitivity. Like in many many cultures, you're you know if someone's very sensitive, they're seen could be seen as overreacting. Whereas in other cultures, it's like oh they're very uh, perceptive. What are your thoughts on this um, this uh, response?
1: Yeah, um, it's complicated. Uh, even within the same culture, you can find so many different opinions. Uh, for example, in Spain, Spain uh, there are Uh, a whole lot of opinions in every matter that can be discussed and i believe that that it all depends on each one of us and also it's uh, a matter of balance i mean if you're uh, sensitive uh, i believe that's fine whereas uh, if you don't show your uh your feelings a lot or you don't seem affected by, by those things happening to you, that's fine as well. I mean, that's who you are. And I think that um, it also, uh, the really, the virtue resides in that balance, I believe. But surely uh, it depends a lot on each person's perspective.
0: Absolutely. I think so, too. Like, again, I guess uh, there are other um, other examples here where we where non-conforming. I think in, in a lot of cultures, it's like you're uncooperative. There's something wrong with you. Why are you not following, you know, what everybody else is doing? And it's seen as such a, like a weakness, whereas in other cultures, it's like, oh, that person speaks their mind and really is able to stand up for what they believe in. So I really like, there's obviously clearly, you know, differences in cultures, but like you said, it's so individually based also in how we see our own weaknesses and strengths and, and you know, developing that balance with, with the different traits, would you say, um, in us. Now we're going to listen to the recording of how they open this conversation.
2: One thing that I (laughs) have noticed about your behaviour that um, after reading your Maya Briggs thing, I was like, ah, yeah. Um, like you, when we, I don't know how to phrase it though, but you often like imply that you would prefer to be in the background a little bit, like the way that I would, and that you're not, very like showy and you're not showy but um when we go out and stuff you definitely are like the center of attention (laughs) and I think like I was just thinking on like you went on fear factor and who wants to be a millionaire and you want to be on survivor and like I definitely think you enjoy the spotlight and you don't think that you do (laughs) okay yeah that's it okay (laughs) And then two other things that I've <laughs> <There's> more <laughs> no, these are just really little I brought them up to you the other day you have very your you have tells when you know you've done something wrong <laughs> like when you're driving and you do something that I you know I would consider dangerous or <laughs> like slightly arsehole-ish, you take one hand off the wheel and like try to act real like casual and nonchalant and you're just and you go like <laughs> And you like tap your chin, and that's how I know I'm like he knows <laughs> that he was an asshole. <laughs> okay. When you cut someone off, and um, you do the same thing when we play board games, and you get real competitive, and you think you're gonna win. If you're feeling like you're in a really good position, you're like do 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 do. But I think you think that you're quite <laughs> subtle.
3: <laughs> uh, another one. <laughs>
2: One more thing about the Maya Briggs thing. It mentioned that you don't like to wax poetically about what ifs. And remember when we first started dating and I used to say like, oh, what if, I don't know, I had no skin. Would you still date me? And you fucking hated them. You were like, I don't want to do these. They suck. Yes. I just thought that was interesting that that specifically came up in your personality test. Yeah, I wasn't
3: lying. Yeah, you don't um, like it. <laughs> don't want of me. Okay, so something I've noticed that you do is that when you are with people that you're not really familiar with, mm. so I noticed this when I walked past the office the other day when you are on a Zoom meeting with... The office, my spare room. The office, the second bedroom. Um, I noticed that you basically differently than you would with me or friends there's just something about it that just seems immediately off to me mm-hmm. and it's, it's just unusual so your voice is there's this a little bit of a voice change like a tone change and then there's also this feeling that I get that you're trying to be not liked but you're also trying to be um, what's the word Trying to be like looked upon favorably, I think. Yeah. I think I think that's it. Is there anything else I noticed?
2: No. I think that's fair.
3: Yeah. I reckon that's true. I do.
2: If if it's.
3: I feel like you want to be. It's it's like kind of like you want to be liked or you yeah, want people to. Yeah, I reckon it is. Yeah.
2: I want to be liked and. Yeah, I reckon th- – yeah, definitely, yeah. especially at work and because it's, like, a, f- a fairly new role and I'm still trying to find my place. But, yeah, I reckon any, I've noticed any it over time the years, I'm though. in an unfamiliar – or I guess just with people I'm, like, not comfortable with, like, not yeah. friends. You'd like, yeah. for people
3: that – like, my, some of my friends you don't know that well, you'll try – you'll do it not to the same extent
2: because I feel like I have to be a bit more outgoing than I would be comfortable with. Yeah. So I'm trying to be the best version of me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that went out pretty well. That went very well. I thought Maybe that... Maybe that's
1: the optimal time to to do this conversation. Optimal time, five-minute conversation. Yeah. So that you <laughs> so get good. pissed off. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought that was really beautiful. I really yeah. I enjoyed hearing how they opened yeah. this conversation up. And I, you can tell that they have very good communication with each other yeah. and they're very comfortable they pointing really
1: cute. out.
0: They're, they're, really cute they're very cute. They're very cute. Um, I, was, I was so uh, thankful to this couple that let me share this uh, with everyone else. And I thought it was something beautiful to share. And, um, you know, they are being vulnerable but open and they kept it lighthearted. And you can tell there's a lot of laughter and uh, yeah. great communication there. Yeah, it
1: shows that you you don't have to take it to the to the wrong side, you know. Like yeah, now that's as, as you and Jennifer did, um, things that the other person wasn't aware of. That's it. That's, that's it. Something.
0: Yeah, you don't need to like. It doesn't need to be like a daunting, scary situation. You know, it doesn't have to go to that place. It could be, you know. Yeah, I
1: think it also
0: um
1: depends on the relationship you are, you have with your partner because if you don't use, if you both are, aren't used to uh, talking about this stuff uh, and only talk about emotions when something is wrong, then I I understand that you, you tend to associate that, uh, talking about your feelings with something something wrong, you know.
0: That's a great point you pointed out. Like, if you're not having these conversations, like, just naturally with your partner along the time, you know, over time you're only having these conversations where there's something wrong, absolutely. Then you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. But if it's, like, yeah. something that you bring up when you bring up funny things or good things in each other, then having these kinds of conversations won't be so...
1: Of course, if it happens every time you talk about emotions, then why should it be different this, this time? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That was so beautiful. Yeah. Now, thank you so much, Martha, for joining me in the cafe. But how did this question or how did this topic uh, make you reflect on your own relationship or just your relationships with people in general and, and giving and receiving feedback? Is that something that you would avoid or is that something you, you'd be open to doing with your partner and, and friends? And people that you feel safe and close to
1: no i think i think it, it would be really really good to do this um i've done this with my partner but it's it's been a long time since we since we last did it
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but also what what really inspired me this, this what this this talk we had inspired me was to do that with my friends okay. um i've never done this with my friends and I think they they should, I I mean, they they must have something to show me, um, and I think it's, it's
0: somehow different that,
1: than what my partner could could tell me.
0: Different ways, and you have yeah. different relationships with you with uh, with uh, different people. So that if someone who's close to you will have a you know sees you different from another person who's close to you, and there'll be different things that they could see. Um, Because in some way or form we are slightly different with with different people. It brings they bring out a different thing inside of us.
1: Yeah,
0: sure. Um, So yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great activity, uh, something good to do. And I think the I guess if you want better understanding of yourself to do this and gain and gain the knowledge of what how other people who are close to you see, you'll see different things inside of you and and uh, it give you more clarity or a bit a bit better picture of of who you are like and see if it correlates with how you feel think you are inside relative to how you are outside externally
1: yeah yeah i think uh, that uh it would make you richer
0: exactly exactly
1: to have other person people's opinion yeah, of you
0: exactly it was very very interesting hearing these different responses and um, adding to the conversation. We we hear different questions and not to say it's it's to do with being intellectual, but a matter of we all have different experiences and thinking. The more perspectives we gain, the clearer a picture we can develop. Looking forward to next week's Get to Know You Café. But before then, I want to thank you, Marta, for joining me on this café discussion.
1: Thank you for inviting me. It was a really
0: nice talk excellent very nice thank you so much thank you for listening to get to know you cafe if you enjoyed this podcast rate review and share the podcast on facebook or instagram you can tag me at get to know you with tiffany farrow be sure to listen to tuesday's podcast and send in your responses for us to include next thursday on the get to know you cafe to further deepen dialogue on this topic If you have any topics you would like us to discuss, be sure to tag me in a post with your question. Join us every Thursday on Get to Know You Cafe.